0: Bishop and the
1: council
0: round.
2: It's 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 not magic. It's just, it's science.
0: Well, actually, it's a committee of the whole.
2: Mm-hmm. Who's
0: chairing this week? The one. The only. Well, not the only alderwoman, but alderwoman Erin uh, Conley.
1: Oh, oh, this is her first. It's her first one. I she believe shared. so. Yeah. Oh.
0: So, ah, uh, she kept it uh, short and sweet. About an hour long, and that included um, about uh, 10 minutes or so of an executive session that dealt with a lawsuit of some kind. So, who knows about that? Um, those are always done behind closed doors. Um, we never really find out until, you know, retail. Until the, they uh, settle it. Until they settle that's it and we the, find out. the paperwork's filed at the courthouse or, you know, whatever it may be.
1: And that's what we find. And then we find out how much it costs, right. uh, you know.
0: So, let's go ahead and get on into it. Um, we're going to be uh, hearing about uh, what the city's doing with coronavirus. We're going to hear about. Uh, Cannabis and uh, craft growers. Mm. We're going to hear about... um,
1: Corona, cannabis, craft.
0: And we may also do a little bit of um, cleanup from previous roundups. (laughs) And cleanup. Yeah. I love it. Uh, So stay tuned for all of that. But let's hear first about how much money the city's dealing with right now. And here's the treasurer, Misty Busher.
3: The beginning balance in the month of February for the corporate fund was $15,429,396. Mm-hmm. We took in total receipts of $9,407,872. Mm-hmm. We had disbursements in the month of February of $9,352,721, <laughs> which left the corporate fund with an ending balance of $15,484,547. So we That ended, includes my report, Chair Conley.
1: We ended about the same as always started.
0: Hey, that's fine. Yeah, but I'm saying, we took We're it, up, we, we got money. We
1: basically took in, in tax money, yep. the same amount that we
0: spent. That's pretty good. Right. Moving on, uh, presentation last night. Uh-huh. After listening to this presentation. We have uh, Pranjal Bora and Michael Reddy from the
4: Digital Authority. Uh, we've contracted with them uh, several months back with relation to the broadband initiative that the state has introduced and
0: so they city contracted with this group called the digital authority mm-hmm. to come and, in
1: and a guy named ponjo
0: i have no idea you have a uh, Ponjo Bora and michael Pranjo i don't know mm-hmm. uh the digital authority so the uh city's taxpayers paid for this group to come in and study oh, internet we love to pay for studies yeah, love to pay for studies so let's hear about this hey uh the internet's there and the more you invest in it, the better the internet becomes.
1: Yeah, but when we, right? But we only no, we don't allow enough companies to sell. Uh, but that's a whole other story, I guess.
0: Well, let's let's hear more about the internet. Mm-hmm. And this is newfangled thing that uh, fancy. We needed a a, a study. That I'm sure cost thousands of dollars. I don't yeah. have the exact total. Because here, but, you
1: know it's 1994. Right,
0: and nobody knows about <laughs> this thing called the World Wide Web. Yeah. Uh, and what are the, all these AOL CDs at the checkout counter for? Yeah, Do I have to pay by the minute? Why can't I, what the Internet? Uh, so they had this presentation. Let's hear a little bit about it. And in particular, okay, enough jesting aside. Mm-hmm. There's going to be hundreds of millions of dollars uh, for expanding broadband Internet. And that's part of the Build Illinois Capital Program that the um, State House passed and the governor enacted last summer. That included doubling your gas tax, increasing your license plate fees. Increasing trailer fees, increasing all kinds of driving fees, driving an electric vehicle, that's increased as well. Also had sports betting, which just got off the uh, ground. Also had uh, a variety of other uh, increased gambling options, like more video machines. All of this going into a big pool of money, 40-some-odd billion dollars for this multi-year capital plan, but hundreds of millions of that's going to be set aside for broadband internet expansion. And Springfield wants to get a piece of that pie. So they figured they'd hire a group to come in and study it and help put all the pieces together
5: about roads infrastructure broadband um, a variety of, of different uh, types of projects
0: and they continue to talk about all the things that high speed internet can do uh,
5: high speed broadband can help with health care through things like telehealth um, it can help with you know people being able to look through medical records being able to book appointments um you know, uh, I things can do like that, that, but not only at a person level but also um, at a, a healthcare institution level having access to the highest speeds of broadband.
0: And it's important. I can do that on my phone. High speeds are always better. Yeah. And it also attracts businesses.
5: You know, any major company and certainly, you know, any tech related company or a tech hub, for example, is all gonna be looking for access to higher speed internet.
0: Man, the city paid how probably thousands we, of dollars. How much did
5: we pay for this?
0: City probably paid thousands of dollars to be uh, told God. what is obvious.
1: What? <laughs> I, I mean, come on. The guy's saying, "Well, it'll allow you to look at things like your medical record,
0: right? You can, Greg. You can order a pizza. Online. It'll allow
1: you to do things like watch Netflix. <laughs> you could use Skype,
5: and not only online but in store. Uh, um, being able to have." Uh, To be able to update their inventory online all of these systems that people are using to sell in-store are requiring fast internet connection,
0: Yeah, right? We need we need faster internet Hmm. end of end of study. Where's my thousand dollars?
5: unbelievable
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they did lay out some statistics that I think support for people to hear
5: Um, The reality is a lot of Springfield actually is uh, at a challenge for for high-speed internet um, it is true that the most people, 98% of individuals in the city of Springfield, have internet. Um, 98% have some access to internet, but 25, almost 25% do not have high speed internet. And this is in 2020.
0: Right. Well, kind of interesting. I'll tell you this right now my internet in South Sangamon County, garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Right. My download speeds are decent. We can watch probably Netflix on maybe two or three different devices. Yeah my upload speeds are garbage. Yeah, of course. Garbage. I it takes me like twenty minutes to upload a three minute video. Yeah. That's nuts. That's crazy. That's stupid. Um I live I don't live in Springfield. But you I have, live in but South Sangamon County in a have rural any, area. There's no choices. And there really isn't much choice, right?
1: And in Springfield, really, you you literally have uh you know, here's a choice infinity and beyond as there's your there's, there's your choice yeah we don't have it if the city actually offered the city has broadband that they own themselves that they could sell if they wanted and
0: they don't so let's hear more about uh, the
5: benefits of the internet
0: mm-hmm. especially when it comes to education
5: where there's a very high expectation both from students as well as the teachers and faculty that high-speed internet should be available um I hate to you know, do too much comparison to other, other areas, but think of University of Chicago for a moment. Um, their, their high-speed internet there is a gigabit per second, and they're utilizing it. And, but unfortunately, we're showing about 55 megabits per second wow. for the universities down, um, here in Springfield. That's pretty bad.
0: That's <laughs> shame <laughs> shameful. That's pretty bad. Uh, Listen, okay, I understand, you know. So we basically paid to embarrass ourselves. Well, you know, we paid to get something that you could have just called around. You could have had somebody at the city, you know, like an intern How much did they pay for Call around say, hey, UIS, what's your download speeds right now? What's your upload speeds? Okay, we'll we'll go compare that with some of the other institutions around the state. Hey, uh, hospitals, uh, what is it that you guys need for high-speed internet? Okay, you need this, that, and the other. Right. I'm really curious how much they paid for this contract. I got a question to yeah. a city official, maybe to basically that, but... to
1: shame us. Well, <laughs> so we paid a bunch of people to go in a and a bunch, s- bunch of stuff we already knew, and then bring it up and publicly shame us for
0: being so for having such slow speeds. It's uh, it's pretty incredible here. Um, I mean, oh again, no, not downplaying their work. I'm sure they do great work and put together awesome slideshows to present to cities. Uh, but it, this seems like something that. Again, somebody within the city could have just made some phone calls and put some stats together and said, this is this is where we are, and this is what the options are. Uh, but all this is gearing up to get ready to invest in um, high-speed internet. Uh, we'll hear more about that here in a moment, but here's a comparison between uh, the cost of high-speed internet in Springfield versus
5: Chicago. 20% more expensive. than than Chicago, right? That's that's huge, 53 cents uh, versus 42 cents. So it's slower internet, significantly slower. Um, You've got data caps, and in many cases, it's not even available.
0: So you've got that to contend with. The cost is different, and we're getting slower internet, and that's because of infrastructure. So looking ahead, what is this group uh, that the city paid for to talk about this newfangled thing called the internet?
5: So like we mentioned, there is the basic infrastructure, the basic fiber in place, but what's not in place yet is Wi-Fi zones we don't have. uh, So in other words, the fiber can be there, but if it's not being accessed or there's no way to access um, it and the internet isn't turned on to it, then then obviously uh, it's, it can only be useful right now for for the government who's using it, um, and then also smart lighting and other other things like that, which can help provide um, both Wi-Fi through smart lighting and also a set of other types of technologies that can be very helpful for the city,
0: like microphones to monitor stuff, which freaks civil libertarians out because. <laughs> Then Big Brother's always watching and listening.
1: Oh, do you know any uh, civil libertarians?
0: I don't know any. Hmm. No, I think they're all gone, sadly. COVID got them. <laughs> COVID got them. Yep. Stop it. All right. Um, so now we get to the point where the mayor starts jumping in and talking a bit about how important oh, this I'm is. glad and, he's talking about yeah, it. Uh, because, you know, again, we have, uh, there's hundreds of millions of dollars in grants that are going to be given out by the state. And Springfield wants some of that to increase its capacity, right? Makes sense, absolutely. Do we need a multi-thousand-dollar this
1: study? Right? That?
0: Is that why we need a multi-thousand-dollar study for this? Ah, uh, but here's the mayor, and uh, also Alderwoman Conley, I think, coming through with just a little bit of a. What are we doing here? What is, what is
4: this? If you'd expand on the uh, first round of uh, grant funds, okay, with, uh, the intended use, what the application? Okay, is. so The uh,
1: first round sorry, of grant funds. I'm
3: sorry, Mayor. I guess I'd like to take this back half a step. Hmm. Is this presentation for something that the city is being asked to invest in? Or, I mean, are we partnering? Is your company coming to install this high-speed cable? I mean, I, I kind of feel like we got this presentation very late in the day today, so I wasn't entirely certain what you were, are you trying to get, is this a partnership that you want the city to put money into also, is my question what's what are you actually what is your company doing this
4: is for the broadband grant initiative right so so we we
1: needed to show the state that we want some of that money
0: right with a study that cost taxpayers unbelievable money to put this together and say here's the stats but also the springfield taxpayers are going aside from paying the doubling of the gas tax and a variety of other increased taxes to the state uh the city's looking to um you know have city taxpayers also pay for some of that because it's matching funds here's a little bit more back and
4: And that's a competitive nature so tom can explain uh that piece the first initiative what those funds can go towards so it's more informational right illinois broadband initiative program uh is a at least a 50 50 matching grant
3: so we would have to provide funds from the city Mm -hmm. also
4: in in
0: in some manner, yes. Yep. So uh, ultimately, they continue talking back and forth. Uh, it seemed to be uh, rather alarming to uh, at least one uh, older person who uh, heard their comments, this group that was paid by the city to put together this study about the Internet. Uh, they didn't really know much about the um, the UIS Innovation Hub. Uh, and the plans there, and uh, uh, just the capacity that would be needed there. You would think that uh, that would be the type of thing that this group would have sniffed out in their investigation and in putting this together, but uh, apparently they they didn't have all the details there. So uh, there you go. That's your presentation about that's, the internet. That's all it, That's all the presentation covered. There's no pretty much. I mean, it was just you know here's your, here's where you're at. Here's compared to other s- cities. This is why the internet's cool. It's good for health. It's good for education. It's Here good for go.
1: business. Internet is, we have infinity, and they have the infrastructure laid, so there's your there's your option. There you go. I guess some, uh, do does some,
0: does some sections of the city still have U-verse or whatever? I don't know. Or some form of at and I don't know. One of the things with the broadband internet expansion was really to focus on the rural areas. So I don't know how much Springfield well, in particular Springfield. is going to be at play. Uh, surely Springfield may be able to get some piece of that pie, but... Uh, from my understanding... What's rural,
1: out into the airport? I don't don't know what's
0: rural in Springfield. Yeah, and it was my understanding that the rural aspect of this was really going to focus on those areas that just have horrible garbage internet, like South Sangamon County. I have garbage internet!
1: (laughs) It's horrible! Listen, if if, if somebody wants to live out on a bunch of acres of land where they don't have neighbors, you can't expect a company to come... Put a bunch of cable up just to get you internet. It doesn't work that way. Right. They put it up where a bunch of people will buy their product.
0: Right. But they're wanting to get that infrastructure all across the state. They're wanting to allow for that type of thing to happen. Uh well, for um, healthcare purposes, telehealth, uh, and just to just catch up with the modern. So that's that presentation. We will come back and hear a little bit more city business. Uh, including uh, laying out exactly where some craft growers may be able to pop oh, up for yeah. uh, the cannabis industry. And we'll get an update from the uh, fire department on the city's plans for uh, dealing with COVID-19.
1: All right. We'll all do it next as the council roundup continues on the Ray Lottle Morning Show. Golden Chris cod walleye and you can get right now at Culver's
0: West on Wabash. Springfield's 10-minute weather guarantee.
1: Let's get back to the committee of the whole, the council roundup.
0: All right. All right. So um yesterday, uh, yesterday last week uh we we heard that uh Mayor Jim Langfelder issued his first ever veto. veto. It's a measure that um that uh I think Hanauer uh put together that would essentially say if there is excess funds like over 16% then automatically those funds would be put into uh the city's pensions which I mean we always hear about pensions and just how how big the unfunded liability is, not just uh, across the state, but uh, across municipalities all over the state. Uh, so the veto would essentially, you know, have to be taken up by Alderman. When did they do that? Alderman Hanauer had a question about that last night. Why would it
6: be here and not be placed on the next agenda for consideration?
0: So Corporation Council kind of lays out the procedure. But the uh, the,
6: the, proce- the procedural process, just by the statute, I think, uh, uh, d- just to make sure is the council would act on it at its next meeting after receiving the message. So this is a committee meeting, so you wouldn't be acting on it right. tonight per se, but it would be on your agenda as a matter of business for the council to take action on then.
3: But since we do um, cons- put action? our ordinances onto consideration for debate or or um, consent, do I have a motion um, for any motion of these ordinances? To take it out, put it debate. Second. Second. Moved and second. Is there any discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor to move this uh, to debate? Hi. All opposed? There you go. I so, have it. This will be moved on to the debate agenda.
0: We're going to hear about it next week. Right, so they're gonna.
1: It seemed like a, a monumental waste of time. Yeah,
0: I mean that's Robert's rules of order. You know, I mean it just takes forever to <laughs> do anything. Uh, it's unbelievable. Ah, uh, gotta get a. I still unclear. Still unclear what they're gonna do with it. Looking for emotion. I. They could do nothing with it. Yeah, they just, could just let the veto stand. They're just. I don't get it. Um, so we'll we'll of course see whether uh, they take action to try to override the uh, the mayor's veto on that next week. Uh, coming back from the break, we'll talk weed and we'll talk coronavirus. It's a big party. Stay tuned.
1: Right now it's news time. Here's Greg Bishop from the WMI News Center.
0: Let's talk about weed. Yeah, man, weed, weed
1: discussion, weed discussion, warning, warning, weed.
0: Gonna be talking about cannabis.
1: Yeah, I love when we talk about cannabis. Mary Jane, the
0: reefers. I can use a reefer right now. So we got, uh, of course, a couple of uh, medical dispensaries. One of them is selling recreational pot. Okay. And um, the state's going to be offering up licenses for other dispensaries, but also craft growers. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is going to be one of the more exciting aspects oh, of the uh, cannabis love, industry. You love this. Well, because it's it's bringing the idea of craft beer well, I, to I, the I, cannabis industry. Because right now we have massive cultivators right? I prefer my cannabis grown by experts we've and not- got we've got cultivators that have the scientific instruments and all of the scientists behind the you know flasks and checking their numbers and the temperatures and uh, humidity and getting all the bugs out of it and hey dude all of that that's like 70,000 square foot spaces all right mm-hmm. those are huge Massive grow operations.
1: We have professionals growing it now. Yeah. In other words, okay, yes, okay. And,
0: but they, there have also been professionals growing it for um, <clears throat> I don't know. decades before I, that. <clears throat> I haven't
1: I haven't smoked pot in a long, long time, but I'm I'm wanting to start.
0: So here we go with the conversation <laughs> about what aldermen are thinking about doing now with the future of Springfield's cannabis mm-hmm. industry. And this is an ordinance that uh, laid out. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll play a little bit of this because it is kind of funny. uh the... poor Frank Lesko. <laughs> Oh, no. He has to read this stuff. This is so laborious.
4: 115, a resolution referring a petition to the Springfield Planning and Zoning Commission for public hearings and consideration proposing an amendment to Chapter 155, Sections 155.033, 155.034, 155.040, 155.041, 155.211. It's not Come nine. Yet. Not done yet. One five five point two still eleven still point ten. Yep. One five five point two eleven point eleven. One five five point two eleven point twelve. One five five point four nine two. One five five point four nine four. And one five five point four nine six. Of the. Misunderstood. Uh, minute, what you give? 5 here now, 25 sold it out, 30 right to Redpath.
0: <laughs> well, that's how convoluted uh city code is. And anytime wow. they have to go through and change something, they have to highlight all the various aspects of the code and what's changed and section this, that, and the other. And oh boy. All right, so what is this
4: doing? 1988 sprinkle a code of ordinances as amended pertaining to adding adult use craft growers in B1 and B2 with the CPU and modifying separation provisions.
6: Move to debate. Oh, we second. also have an amendment on this one.
0: Yeah, there's a couple amendments actually. So uh, here's uh, Corporation Council Jim Zirkel talking a bit about it.
6: This, uh, what this does is uh, causes the craft growers to be treated the same as the dispensaries.
0: Alright, so they're going to be placed in the same kind of you know outline of you know, where a dispensary can go, how far away from a school do they have to be, how far away from a church, and so on. So
6: this is to allow a craft grower, not a cultivation center, but a craft grower, to be able to co-locate uh, with a dispensary or near or near a dispensary.
0: Look at that. So craft grower may be able to grow and then get it right to a dispensary right next door type thing. Mm. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see pop up. He continues. And remember, um. Ascend Illinois when I went to their berry facility for that tour yeah. it's like they had 50,000 square feet going and they had the capacity to build on even more like 20,000 extra square feet so we we're talking like 70,000 square feet of growing different stages of pot and processing it that's massive how bigger craft grower is going to be much smaller
6: craft grower is uh intended to be smaller i think it's limited to Uh, 10,000 or 14,000 square feet, if my memory uh, serves me. Wow. That's considerably smaller.
1: And they'll grow weed mixed with God knows what. Just like a beer craft, right?
0: Well, no, 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 no. I think it'll be... They can't just like... it's, (laughs) It's not like... But I'm saying, you know, I they mean, can get, weird they'll flavors, probably be able to get different flavors, strands. Yeah. Right. And there are so many different strands of cannabis out there that they'll probably be able to grow some of the more specialty types of I strands.
1: I my cannabis grown by professionals.
0: Well, they, they'll be professionals. They'll have to get licensed and get city approval. and that's something Just that, like my beer! And that's something that Alderwoman Desenso highlights.
2: There are going to be a lot of these follow-on and add-on ordinances as we get further into
0: this and it's just going to continue to evolve and develop and people are going to be looking for more opportunities in the in the cannabis business uh in the cannabis industry uh here's corporation council zirkle
6: it will come back again after it goes through the zoning process publication public hearing it'll come back to you for a final uh vote so
1: that's why i want to smoke weed with kristen descenzo
0: i thought you were gonna say you want to smoke weed with uh jim zirkle
1: yeah (laughs) me Kristen and Jim Zirkle. <laughs> uh, here's uh, Pink Floyd playing in the background. Here's Alderman Sean
0: Gregory. I, I
1: actually had sat down with with some potential, you know, craft grower uh, guys, and oh, sure. um, yeah. they have developed a map that that really um, shows the areas that that any of this stuff could be allowed. And you know, I can assure you, in Springfield, there is a home, church, uh, or anything that you cannot have it by. So there is very even at this 1,500 feet there is no not a lot of places to put anything in, in city so i don't want anybody to you know get worried because we're, we're doing this it is tight it, it's not it's, it's not like uh they're going to be able to pop up all over everywhere um the way our city is designed where we are
0: so yeah uh, it's I, think I, wa- I think i want to smoke something with him too it's very limited uh where they're going to be able to set these things up so that was the conversation you'll hear a little more about that of course uh and we'll bring it all to you with the council roundup each and every week with news talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy N A Y. um, let's now talk about coronavirus. Where's it? We need a good, need like a breaking news, yeah, type of. Yeah, no, we need we need some, we need the, a, a breaking news.
1: We do need it, some kind of theme. You're right. Yeah, like a like a coronavirus right. sort of like up- a sounder when we play it you know we're going to talk yeah. coronavirus like any
0: time we talk coronavirus we need yeah. some kind of breaking news I sounder
1: know. I know what right. we got to find something we've got to find some type of uh, uh you know music better yeah
0: Let's see if i can pull something up here really quick hmm, hmm. all right here we go here, I, this is labeled wmay breaking news Oh, that sounds serious all right let's talk coronavirus the latest uh how's the city handling this we now get an update from springfield fire chief alan reiney talking about coronavirus
2: yesterday um we woke up to the news that an amtrak went through our community And uh, that pretty much prompted a a texting conversation between uh, the mayor, the police chief, and several of us uh, who obviously have concerns. And that's, that's the biggest thing, is we want to make sure that people know that we are monitoring. Wait a minute. Uh, it's not you're, you're time right. to panic, but it's certainly time to take precautions. So the not bre- time
0: to panic, time to take precautions,
1: he the says. The breaking news is they had some kind of text. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did a group text? Yeah.
2: Breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. And we've created a group that uh, we'll continually communicate, at least by email, and I'm sure there are times where we'll need to be in the same room or on a conference call again.
1: Mm, breaking news. Breaking news. Break, break,
0: breaking news.
2: The internal changes, you may have seen the uh, no handshake zones, uh, kind of something we thought about at the committee level, just so people aren't offended uh, when we wave to them from across the room. Uh, What we're doing and what we still need to do is to monitor daily uh, for changes. Uh, We need to um, uh, create, uh, besides that broad group that I spoke about, uh, more of an internal city group with all of the directors. Mm. Uh, That'll be done by uh, uh, tomorrow. And then every Friday, uh, the governor is uh, doing a conference call every Friday at noon, and we'll make sure that somebody's on that and monitoring for changes. So he um, he
0: continues um, back and forth here with uh, uh, Woman Conley. Your employees,
3: especially, have a lot of hands-on and, and close contact with people, and so um, I hope they're all being careful and and. Um, being appropriately cautious at this right. time. Yeah,
2: some of the some of the changes we've implemented have been uh, just trying to limit those contact, limit those target zones. If you uh, if somebody rides into the ER doing patient care, uh, maybe the rest of the crew doesn't need to go in. With, uh, if you can uh, get ambulatory people out of their house to to do patient care and to interview them on the front porch, uh, do that. Those are some of the things that we've issued internally, and uh, the police have obviously modified that uh, to their. We're
0: obviously having uh, having some fun here. <laughs> yes we are. Breaking
1: news. Breaking news. <laughs> Al, Al put up a pro Trump uh banner on his Facebook. <laughs> breaking news, everyone. It'll because be here at some
3: point. It is here. It is here. I mean we just we're just waiting for it, so um, thank you very much for your attention to this detail.
0: Yeah, that's that. Breaking news! COVID, very dangerous. And uh, the chief, fire chief, talked about how they're going to be continuously monitoring this and uh, getting updates and providing updates where they can. Uh, and uh, as far as testing goes, I think he did have a, a really good, important note here. Um, don't go to the emergency room. If you, have, uh, if you have symptoms, don't go to the emergency room. Call the Departments of Public Health, particularly the Sangamon County Department of Public Health. Because they don't want people to go all of a sudden into an emergency room and infect that. Yeah. All right. So that's another. That's a really, I think, important yeah. aspect of this conversation is, uh, if you feel sick, call your doctor. Don't yeah. necessarily immediately go into an emergency room, and uh, that way we can keep things isolated and contained. And if you do have to have some kind of, um, you know, test done, then the 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 public health officials will determine that. So that's your uh, that's your latest. With the Springfield City Council roundup.
1: Thank you, Greg Bishop. This has been the Council Roundup. All right, seven fifty is the time we got the Sports Four One One call up next on the Ray Lytle Morning Show. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll have a high today at fifty-seven with partly sunny skies. Mike Wundocker joins in just a second for
3: Springfield.